You have tuned in to Authors Up here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. Your hosts are authors Ruth Griffin, Andrea L. Hines, and yours truly, Victoria Henderson Poole. We love what we do, and we know it is every author's desire to get their work to a greater audience. Authors Up is a forum for authors by authors those who are already published, and those who want to be, along with other writers and playwrights. Here, we provide an opportunity for their work to be showcased as we share our own, gain tips and tools, information and insight to not only enhance the writing process, but be able to just enjoy the journey. Those who are willing to put pen to paper will usually have a story they are willing to tell and they are invited to tell it right here. And if you are not a writer yet, no worries. We want you to be a part of our listening audience. So take notes if you like, send in your questions, or just feel free to comment on the candid conversation because it's time for Authors Up. Good evening, everyone. We are here again for another exciting Sunday evening program for Authors Up, and we are very, very glad to have you with us tonight. I tell you what, the the, the time is getting shorter and shorter, it seems, that we have together, and we're just grateful that we are able to be a forum for authors and by authors, and we have an exciting author with us tonight with a wonderful book that she's going to share with us a little bit later. But, you know, we always like to start with the weekend review and begin by having my co-hosts welcome you in their own way. So we're going to start with Miss Victoria. Victoria, I know you're out yes. there. <laughs> you welcome our guest I am here. Tonight. I am here. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, everyone. Welcome, everyone. And welcome to my bronze girls. How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing all We're right. Good. I'm doing pretty good. Yep, yep, yep. Doing good. pretty good. Do you want to go on with your weekend review, Victoria? I guess I sure can. Um, look, I, this has been just a uh, it's been a rough week with work. Uh, we're coming down mm-hmm. to the end of the fiscal year, and one meeting after the next, people coming with little last minute stuff. I tell everybody, I will be glad when they shut us out the computer. Then I then I won't have to go into the computer to do anything. And um, you know, so just trying to um, you know, let my light shine. I, you know, I um have been helping people, and it is my nature to be helpful mm-hmm. to people. And I, I don't do it to um, get glory or to, uh, you know, just get accolades towards myself, but it, it really is nice to be appreciated. And one of the um, directors that I, I helped, he asked me what my favorite mm-hmm. restaurant was, and I said, well, um, I'm really not eating out a lot because I'm, you know, trying to eat, you know, healthy. I said, but I do like Bath and Body Works. Do you know, this week he came into my office and gave me a gift card for $20 for Bath and Body. He said, Victoria, it's not Aww. much, but I just Aww. want you to know. I know, and I got tears in my eyes. I said, he just, I want you to know that your help has been invaluable to me and that um, you just don't yeah. know how much I appreciate you. And if I just had someone working with me, I, you know, I've been uh, here at, the, at this job for 20 years, but if I had you working with me, I'd stay another 20. He said, I just wanted to say thank you. And that really touched my heart. You know, it really did. You know, like I said, I didn't do it for that. I told him, I didn't do it for you to do anything for me, but I'm glad that you did. And thank you. Just thank you. And I, it just... You know, it doesn't take a lot. To, I don't know why people just don't want to be kind. You know, people just ugly for no reason, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't take that long. So, you know, that that that's just my 
my takeaway and, and my um, words of wisdom to everybody this week, just be kind. You know, it, it, yeah. you don't do it for the glory. I just do it so Jesus can be seen, you know. But mm-hmm. you just be helpful where you can, you know, and it, it just you just never know who you're helping. So that, that was my week. That is so great. That is so great. <laughs> I love that. I Amen. Love that. Amen. Well, Ruth, what did you have going on? You have your opportunity to welcome our guests in your own way and tell us a little bit about your weekend review. Well, you know, Victoria said the bar kind of high there. I just want to say hi to everybody. <laughs> I, I don't I, look. I'll draw you a picture. I'll even write you a book. But I am not singing, so not. That you know, I got a lot of talents, but that's not one of them. So, oh, I okay. <laughs> So, yeah, that's it. But, now, this week for me, I have to say is, um, so I started my new job back in, what, April? And it was Mm -hmm. weird because it was still, you know, people were still back at home. It was still restrictions and stuff. So, again, it was kind of weird because I was, like, one of three people in the office. And it was just, okay, it didn't feel real. And people started right. coming back, and now, you know, the state obviously is officially open, and now people are back. So this week I had my first official uh, training where I was leading some of the training. And oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Good for you. And, you know, and it, was, it was fun. I, I, I miss oh. that, you know. I, I miss doing that so you know i might have something to say when it's like you know granted there was only like six people in the audience but you know i might have something to say when it's 60 but it it was i really enjoyed it i'm tired but i really enjoyed it and it was just it was a really really good week and oh good Good okay thank you as of today sunday the 13th my 23rd wedding anniversary Oh, oh, happy anniversary. Oh, I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm excited too. And I actually remembered this one. So, yes. One of my favorite couples. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so it's been a spectacular week. Yeah. Very good. What about you? Thank Look, you. What about you, Andrea? Gifts. We got unsolicited gifts and. Yes. Anniversaries and mm-hmm. about don't forget the singing. High. I think it's going to turn my time over to Linda and let her talk about <laughs> <how about this>. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't catch up with all of that. Actually, yeah. I'm, I'm in, um, I am having a month of uh, self-assessment and a month of... Yeah. Um, resetting, I guess I'd say. Okay, resetting. good. I'm really taking a look at all of the things that I have on my plate and trying mm-hmm. to figure out what needs to stay and what needs to go and good how for you. I'm going to, to work through. I've got a new program on ALH that you all will not believe. The 8 at 8 as of July 8th will have been on the air for one year. Wow. Really? wow. Congratulations. That's a, that's a first, big accomplishment, too. My first program was um, on July the 8th, and we wow. come on three days a week. Uh, yes. So I am, I am listening to Jesus. <laughs> to, okay. To ask him, what, what's the next direction? Do I keep going with this? Do I, does he have something yeah. else that, that right. he wants me right. to do? So. I'm really seeking his face during this time and, and taking okay. some mm-hmm. some quiet time uh yes. to really just just assess what what he what he wants me to do. I, I don't want uh-huh. to to waste time doing something that may not be his will and his way. You know, we're always mm-hmm. seeking for the God idea, not the good idea. So that's right. kind of where right. a lot of my time has been going and, and completing some writing projects that I've, I've wanted to do. 
So that's that's pretty much where my my week has been. Uh, that and trying to figure out the time that I'm going to unplug because I'm determined yes. before yes. July the eighth that I'm going to take that time. So don't yes. be surprised. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> when you right, you're practicing that self care. <laughs> that's all right, but you're practicing that self care, and so that's really good. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Yep, so I'm working on that. And one one day in the next couple of weeks, I will be able to report what that really, really looked like. And I'm excited okay. about, about right. getting that done. But we have, we have a guest with us tonight. And yes. her name is Linda Williams. And she has, you talk about an amazing story and setting the bar high. She has an amazing story. And Ruth is going to tell us a little bit about her. And then we're going on to talk uh, about her book, Unseen Path. So, Ruth, why don't you tell us a little bit about Linda? Absolutely. Linda and her husband of 46 years, Sam, served together with their family at With Love from Jesus Ministries, where Linda has the role of executive director. Prior to With Love from Jesus, Linda and her family served in prisons and crisis centers for more than 25 years. When not writing and, ser- when not writing and serving at With Love from Jesus, Linda spent, enjoys spending time with her children and grandchildren. She lives in Raleigh, North Carolina, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome our guest for the evening. You guys know what to do. Send up some hearts <laughs> for Linda Williams. Linda, Woo-hoo! welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Wow, Wow, what a lovely welcome. Thank you. Talk about setting the bar high. You ladies have taken it over the moon. Whoa. (laughs) Well, we tried, so. Um, We are so happy to have you on the show, and I have to – so full disclosure, I have known you, I think, probably for a lot of years, but maybe okay. 16 now, 16. Wow. So, yeah, it, it's been a while, and I don't know why it didn't occur to me sooner to give you a call, but everything is in God's timing, and we're Amen. just so happy yeah. to have you on the show. So, um Linda, we're going to talk about your book, and we're going to talk about you, um, and we're going to definitely talk about with love from Jesus, because that is just a definitely a God thing. You know, we talk about good ideas, that's definitely a God idea, but why don't you uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit about um, your book, Unseen Path. Well, Unseen Path is the fruit of lots and lots of years of journaling. Um, mm-hmm. Over the years as I walked with the Lord, um, and I just am an avid journaler. I just love documenting everything that God is doing in my life and came from a real destroyed background. So just have loved watching how God has healed and restored and then used that for so much good. So over the years, as I would be journaling, God would say to me, that's going in the book, or that's Mm. going in the book, or that's going in the book. And I just would laugh and chuckle with God, and I would say, okay, (laughs) and I would just keep right on journaling. And then one day I'm driving on a road trip by myself, and the Lord said, it's time to write the book. And I went, oh, what book? And um, it was just the video playing in my head of all the times God had said, that's going to go in the book, and that's going to go in the book. And wow. so um, we wrote a book. And um, I said to the Lord, I don't know how to do this. I, I don't know how to write a book. I'm not a writer. I don't know how to do this. And the Lord said, it was just so sweet. He said to me, it's okay. I've written a bigger one. I know how to do this. Oh, <laughs> oh I love it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a 
cinch for God, and as long as I walked with him, it was a cinch for me. There were a few mm-hmm. times I wobbled along the way and had to get back on the path with him, but it was a great experience. It was wonderful. I learned a lot, and you could probably put everything I know in a thimble and there would still be room, but mm. I have learned a lot on this journey, and it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, tell us a little bit about uh, With Love from Jesus. Well, golly, how many hours is this program? (laughs) (laughs) Um, With Love from Jesus is an evangelical outreach to the needy in Wake and Johnston and surrounding counties. We actually um, are in many counties, but we have a facility in Wake County in Raleigh, North Carolina, and then a facility in Johnston County in Clayton, North Carolina. And so Mm -hmm. um, we provide food and clothing, household items and furniture and prayer and Jesus and the word to uh, anyone who comes to our door. And we look Mm -hmm. very much like a thrift store in that people come in and they get a shopping cart and they get to go through the different sections, the household area, the clothing area, the food area. They get to go through each section, and they can get so many items from each section. So they actually get to do the shopping themselves for their family. Mm -hmm. And we love it because you can make a generous and wonderful bag of things to give to people or a box of things, but it's so fun for moms and dads to be able to come through and pick out the treats and the the things that their family enjoys. And um, so mm-hmm. that's such a huge blessing. The reason with love from Jesus exists is to be a platform to display the unity of the body of Christ. Amen. So even though we you know, certainly serve the community and give the gospel to every person that comes through and see so many people come to know the Lord every year. All of that is awesome. But really the reason those things happen is because the body of Christ from 80-plus churches comes together with one thing in mind, and that's just to love upon Jesus by loving each other and the community. And Mm -hmm. we get to just do that together. And it's in the body being the body. It's in the body shining Jesus together. It's in our great diversity of every different background, race, every different denominational difference you can think of. Mm. Male, female, young, old, everybody in between in that huge diversity, God gets so honored and glorified. So Mm -hmm. it's an awesome privilege. Awesome privilege. Mm. Yeah, I honestly, and I was going somewhere with that question, but you kind of just, I mean, there really is (laughs) no follow-up because it is, you know, and even I remember when, we first got involved. So my husband's been volunteering there for a lot of years. And mm. our kids were small when we first started, so I did not get the opportunity to volunteer the way he did. Um, but it's just, you know, to watch it grow, to watch you guys do what you do has been just awe-inspiring. You know, and to know that it was God, you know, because and this is the one thing that I do want to say, because it's the thing that struck out to me in the book was, you know, as you wrote it from the beginning, you kept saying, and these dots connected to with love from Jesus, you know, even Mm -hmm. 20 years, you know, years before you started, you recognized, obviously, in hindsight, you know, this God was preparing you for that role that you're doing now. And I think wow. people often miss that, you know, as they walk, you know, their walk with God. But, you know, yeah. looking back on it now, how, how, you know, how, how, how do you feel about that, you know, looking back on that? 
you know, that God was, you know, preparing you for that. You know, it's um, it's just an amazing thing to see the redemption of God in every area of our lives. Um, mm-hmm. When I look at all the places that I messed up, all the places I did things wrong, every place, well, I don't know every place, thank you, Jesus, that I don't know, but when when we look back and we just see how even our bad mistakes, our bad choices, our, our good decisions, how we have such an amazing Redeemer God that he doesn't let anything get wasted. And so mm-hmm. he could go back into every single area, those places before I knew Jesus. Oh, he knew me and he knew I was going to be part of his kingdom and how he just would go back and pull things out from a very shattered past and as he grew me he equipped me for the next step and it's just so amazing to see the handiwork of God in our own lives and In truth, it's like this for every single person. We all have a story. We all have ways that God is pulling back from those old storehouses before Christ, since Christ, and weaving together the path for our next step. And we don't always know where we're going. Most Mm -hmm. of the time we don't. But he's just unfolding his plan. And I guess it's like he's got the helicopter view. You know, he can see the (laughs) beginning all the way through eternity. And so he gets to see and pull those pieces together where, you know, we just live in the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's a really exciting thing. And it's something that we all can do just to sit before the Lord and allow him to show us how, that thing in our childhood or that decision we made or that gift that was given to us gets weaved into his plan for us. It's so amazing. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. And this is less of a question than it is a comment, but we love the fact that you journal. We, we, yes, I was going to say that when it was my turn. (laughs) You can say it again. Yes. <laughs> Journaling is so good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, yes it is. We we just we, we love it and we try to encourage everyone to do it. So yeah. Keep journaling. So I'm gonna hand you over to Andrea. Your turn. Okay. Okay. I I wanna ask you something. This isn't really about um a question about the book, actually, but I, then again, I guess it is. There is a statement that you make right in the beginning that that really intrigued me, and I felt like it may have been a catalyst for for what what you do with with love from Jesus. You said, "Single moms, the elderly, the disabled, the discouraged, broken families, the jobless, the homeless, the forgotten, the overlooked, the sick." Illegal immigrants, English-speaking, Spanish-speaking, black, white, Asian, Muslim, the rejected, the abused, the neglected, alcoholics, and more. These are our honored guests. Mm. And that phrase, these are our honored guests, seems to be uh, an underlying foundation, if you will, for why you do what you do and how you do what you do. Because mm-hmm. you treat a guest differently sometimes than you treat the family who just dropped by or, you know, people you may not know well. But but just embodying that that mindset of, of the honored guest, do you think that that helped you in terms of, of serving them so that they could see God? Yes, yes. Um, When we begin to just process how 
deeply Jesus, as he walked planet Earth, had such compassion for everybody. How mm-hmm. over and over, he, his miracles, almost every time Jesus does a miracle, before he does the miracle we read, he was moved with compassion. And mm-hmm. when we realize that just that Jesus identifies himself with the person in prison. He identifies himself mm-hmm. with the person that's in need. He identifies himself with those with great needs. Then we began to ask the Lord to help us to see every person that came in like he sees them. Um, mm-hmm. That we would look at every single person and think this is Jesus walking in this building because the truth is we're all made in the image of God. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um, if Jesus identifies with people, then we need to identify with Jesus identifying with them, if that makes sense the way I said it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. we need to recognize that you know we all come to Jesus on the same needy place um, yeah. outside of Christ we need him we and, and it doesn't matter what our walk in life is it doesn't matter what path we've traveled we all come all of us just as needy as someone else because uh, if you're without Christ you're without Christ it doesn't matter anything else that's mm-hmm. the bar and um, mm-hmm. so just to begin to identify each person is Jesus walking in that building. Um, mm-hmm. It just just gives you incredible excitement about what that person's life is going to be like because they've walked into Jesus' building, because it is his building. So mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've really answered your question, but... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, you are. You are answering it, <laughs> and I and I um, and I appreciate that. I I am um I I like Victoria and Ruth. I I had a note uh, also about your journaling because so many. It's amazing how many authors come on and say, "I'm not a writer. Um, I don't know how to write a book. You know, I didn't know how to get started. I didn't know what was going to happen." And I, Ruth, I don't. I think you asked this, and if you did, I apologize for asking again. But, uh, Linda, how long did it take you to write the book? Um, probably, I would say eight to nine months. Eight to nine months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And And there's so much. There's so many experiences in the book, listeners, that it, I I just, you know, we can't just capture one thing or talk about one area. It would be so difficult because there is, it's it's like, it is truly like living your life story and your life was full. Life is just amazing. All of the things that you've done and all of the things uh, that you have gone through. Before I go into that anymore, the things that you talked about, about churches coming together, because I don't think that was easy in the beginning uh, for you to get other um, denominations or other churches to sign on. Is that true? Yeah, that is true. And in the beginning, um, the little church that my husband and I, that our family went to, um, was a small little church. And so as the ministry started taking shape, we realized that we were going to need a lot of help because we were tiny and it was just growing so fast. And, the, you know, you, you think you know how many people with the needs there are in the community, but when you step into that realm, you realize you knew nothing. And so mm-hmm. um, as we began to walk that and we would contact other primarily small churches, um, to get involved because it was the ministry of a local church 
it seemed like a lot of the body of Christ didn't want to get involved. And so mm-hmm. that's really what led us to become a 501c3 and become a nonprofit and just separate the ministry from any one church. And over the years, the little church that was really where God gave birth to this has is no longer in existence, so it, it's no longer around. But once it became a 501c3, it was amazing how churches would get engaged much quicker than when the ministry belonged to one particular church. And I just Mm. think, you know, the body of Christ, uh, God's refining us, he's working in us, he's teaching us, he's growing us. And the experience of trying to engage churches in those early days just really helped us to see some deep need in the body of Christ to be able to pray for each other. So it was difficult, and I say this all the time, that the body of Christ is not easy. You know, we we are not an easy group of people. (laughs) Um, Jesus Jesus died for us, and he loves us, and we are awesome and amazing, but we are not easy. And um, so navigating a platform where the body of Christ could come together and display unity um, took a little time of praying and seeking the heart of God and deciding what do we do with this. I mean, God gave us the vision, and then we had to, you know, just keep seeking his heart about how do we do it. And Mm -hmm. the thing that he kept bringing us back to, which I just love, is that the one thing, if you belong to Jesus, the one thing that we can all agree on is there's only one way to the Father, and that's through the blood of Jesus. That's Mm -hmm. the one thing we can all agree on. (laughs) So when we set the standard that we don't talk doctrine, we don't talk politics, we come and we look for how to give away Jesus. That's what we Mm -hmm. do. Um, Mm. It just lowered the playing field so everybody that belongs in the body can jump on and we can all serve equally and have fun together and laugh and keep it light but very kingdom focused and Mm -hmm. it's just really been great. Um, Let me ask you this. If someone wanted to get involved with, um, with love from Jesus, how would they do that? If I wanted to volunteer, could I just volunteer on my own? Would I have to volunteer through my church affiliation, or how would that work? Well, anyone can just show up. I mean, anybody can just show up. Um, We do have volunteer orientation classes. They're listed on our website. And so people can go to our website, and they can sign up for a class right online, and those are twice a month, um, a Thursday morning and a Saturday afternoon. Once a month we have the orientation classes. And those are the best way to get involved individually because you can come to the building, get a walk through, hear what our vision is, understand what happens in a day, and then it makes you more comfortable to come and just jump in. Of course, church groups are scheduled as well. So church groups Mm -hmm. can come, and if your church is coming and coming and being a part of a church group is an awesome way to get started. So either of those ways really work. If someone Mm -hmm. shows up our door and says, can I volunteer, the answer is always going to be yes. Yes, you can volunteer. (laughs) So, um, you know, you can get baptized by fire or you can get a little training. Whatever (laughs) works for you works for us. (laughs) The um, orientation classes are just one hour. And so it's a well-invested hour just to Mm -hmm. come and kind of get a feel for things. Okay. Okay. That answers my question on that. Linda, (laughs) your book is full of, life 
and full of life experiences. There's so many things um, that that you all went through as a family from the moves that you had to make and looking for mm-hmm. churches and and dealing with miscarriages and dealing with loss and just so, so many things. And and I'm going to turn you over now to Victoria because I have a feeling that Victoria's got some questions to <laughs> tap into those things. And I say How that did you know that? Because we always <laughs> want to ask the same questions. Yes. <laughs> That's true. So if I didn't ask it, I know it's on your agenda. <laughs> to do. <laughs> so, so I'm going to so, uh, so this is what I want to say to you, Andrea, before you pass me on. When you get through <laughs> with this month of resetting yourself, I want you to come reset me, okay? So <laughs> use this month to get yourself all fixed and reset and then come and share the wealth with me. Okay. You've got to deal. You've got to deal. But I have a feeling. I have a feeling it's going to be an ongoing project. <laughs> it's going to be like the never-ending story. <laughs> oh, goodness. I get it. Value mm. it all. It's one thing that your your book has shown me, that it, it, and it's key, and it's something that you, uh, Victoria or Ruth, already mentioned, and that is the issue of connecting the dots. Because no matter what we're doing and no matter what we're going through, there is a path that he has set. Uh, and, And all of these little pieces and all of these little stories and all of these little things, are just a matter of connecting the dots to the destiny and the purpose mm-hmm. that I believe yeah. that God has yeah. for each of us, which means it's not over, which means there's Amen. still something on, more. Uh, because as long as we have breath, as long as we get up, as long yes, as we have the love of God, um, with love yes. from Jesus, uh, there's going to be some more dots and there's going to be some more lines to connect them and there's going to be more to the story. Uh, so oh, yeah. so I yeah. truly do believe Thank that. You. But if but if I'm successful at all, believe me, you're on my list to call. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I make the list, I'm great. <laughs> Well, Linda, I um I just wanted to say that I love your book. Um, I really do. It is very inspirational. I I it's full of examples, listeners, of how God took care of this family as they went from place to place, from situation to situation, and, and how you just were blessed, Linda, in so many ways. Um, you know, like you said, you, you know, nobody's perfect, and we understand that. But we serve a God who is, and he has shown up in your life every step of the way. And um, I'm going to say that you you are a lady of great faith. Can you talk about what your faith means for our listeners? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the big thing for me is that I was very well aware of how needy I was and Mm -hmm. still am and very well aware that I needed something greater than me. (laughs) And just so thankful that God's word says that everything I need, he has. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know how much was faith and how much was desperation, but Mm -hmm. um, sometimes desperation leads us to great faith, doesn't it? How about that? (laughs) Mm-hmm. It does. It really does. And and I, I you know, uh, listeners, you you got to get this one. It is just a beautiful stories. Um, I was very impressed. You know, you you opened up your home to that first pregnant young lady, and um, you know, and you had your own children, but yet you took her in. Can you talk about that a little bit um, of how how all that came yeah. to be and the impact it had on your family? Yes, that was. Um a huge surprise to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't plan to take her in. Um, I did plan to serve at the crisis center, but I right. didn't plan to take anyone in because, first of all, I didn't think we had anything really to offer. I felt like, 
our house was crowded. I felt like um, that my children were little and needy, and mm-hmm. I just felt like I didn't really have anything to give somebody else because, quite honestly, I was struggling in my own walk with the Lord. I was a fairly mm-hmm. new believer, and um, I mean, I'd been saved a few years, but didn't have a whole lot under my belt as far as just um, walking with the Lord. And so I was totally blindsided um, when that's how God led us and was doubly blindsided when my husband Sam agreed. I just, you know, I would have just been fine for him to say, Linda, I love you, but we're not going to do this. I'll do this. <laughs> um, or maybe even to say, Linda, because I love you, we're not going to do this. You know, oh my just, whatever. <laughs> but, um, but this is what I can say is it was an amazing experience. It mm-hmm. caused my family to understand how blessed we are and how much mm-hmm. in why how much we really really did have i mean we didn't live in a fancy house we had one bathroom and you just it's foolish in the natural to bring a pregnant woman to live in a house with four people and you only have one bathroom one bathroom that's that's foolish unless god tells you to do it you know it's just foolish thinking um so when i looked at our income, when I looked at um, my own places of emotional struggle, when yeah. I looked at my children and their needs, um, I, I would have never dreamed that we were so rich as we are. But mm-hmm. when she came to live with us and I changed her name in the book, and I can't remember what I called her in the book. But anyway, when she came to live with us, um, she came from a wealthy family. She came from Mm. means. But she was so poor, so poor Mm -hmm. in relationships, in family. Um, And so I learned, excuse me, I learned through her, how really rich we are. And um, so I'm sure on the outside, people looking in would think, oh, Linda and Sam did this awesome selfless thing, but no, we didn't. We Mm -hmm. did this thing that God used so much more for us than for her. I mean, we benefited so much. And our family just became so precious to us. I mean, everybody's family's precious to them. So I'm not minimizing that on any side, but we Mm -hmm. began to understand how precious it was to live in a family where you've got a husband and wife that aren't perfect by any means, but love each other. And children that are not perfect by any means, I would say that, (laughs) but that they are loved. Um, yes, yes. Oh, goodness. So she blessed us so much. It was so yeah. good. We were so ready for her to leave. <laughs> we were so ready for her to leave. Um, that's honest. That's honest. <laughs> just about as much as we could handle learning for a period of time. Yes, and yes, we yes, took yes, a little yes. break, and <clears throat> we honestly thought she was a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. had no idea that she was the first of countless. I mean, I have no idea wow. how many people lived with us, but we had no idea she Look at that. was the first. We just thought she was the only one. And God is merciful in that he doesn't let you know too much at a time, you know. Uh, Amen. Because you know, like, who me? I'm not going to do that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so. 
Anyway, does that answer your question? (laughs) Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You know, I wish I could just talk to you all night, but we're going to have to bring this part of it to a close. But I do want to ask you if you could tell our listeners where they can get the book because it is just an inspiration. It It will really really inspire you listeners to, to know the depth of God's love through Linda's eyes. It's just beautiful. And I'm so glad you came tonight to share with us. So please just tell our listeners how they can find the book. Well, if you um, live anywhere near With Love from Jesus Ministries, we always have copies there that can be purchased. But you can order mm-hmm. them from my website, and the website is Linda Hill. Williams.com. So, middle name Hill, H I L L, Linda Hill Williams.com. So, if you go to that website, you can order it straight from the website and it'll be mailed to you. All right. Again, Linda, thank you for being us for being with us tonight. We're going to turn to Ruth just uh, for a few minutes. Ruth, you have a tip for us tonight? I sure do, and actually we are going to revisit an old one, and I was um, actually giving a, uh, my little uh, presentation this week, and it kind of reminded me of this one, because I was talking about Ernest Hemingway and his uh, six-word challenge, and Mm -hmm. it reminded me of um, one of the first ones I did, which was, you know, a quote from Ernest Hemingway, which is the first draft of anything is garbage. And I think that that one bears repeating because I think we often, you know, we we are a work in progress and so are our books. So we're not going to write something that is award-winning on the first time. It's going to need editing. It's going to need um, revision. And that's okay because, you know what, again, we're a work in progress. So you know, just get it all out on paper. You can't edit what you don't write. So mm. the important part is to focus on the story. If you get too much on the paper, that's okay. We can edit parts of it out. We can mold it due to it what God is doing with us and just, you know, mold it and create it and make it what you want it to be. And But that starts with getting it on paper. So just get it down mm. there. It doesn't matter how bad it can be. We can work with that, so we can't work with nothing. But that's it. If the first draft of anything is garbage, just keep on working. <laughs> I just like that quote, to be honest. <laughs> so, but it bears repeating. I do. It bears repeating. I do, too. <laughs> well, I thank you for that, that tip tonight, Miss Ruth. I will keep that in mm-hmm. mind because I know with – with the project that I had, I was I was going back over it and over it and over it and over it, and you kept saying, "Just write the book." <laughs> <laughs> that the writing of it and the editing of it are two different animals, two very different mm-hmm. things. And that that mm-hmm. is a tip that I will carry with me through all of my writing struggles, <laughs> mm-hmm. that writing is one thing and editing is something else. And it is all subject to change. It is all subject to change. Okay. Well, okay. do you have any closing comments for tonight, Ms. Ruth? Well, I want to thank Linda for joining us. It's been a pleasure talking with you mm-hmm. um, and just hearing your thank heart you for hearing about your book. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me. And Victoria, do you have any closing comments? I'll just tell our listeners to, you know, keep walking in faith and, you know, hold on, you know. God is with us and everything is going to be all right. And if you have any comments or questions, please send us an email at authorsup at gmail.com. And Linda, tell us where is uh, With Love from Jesus located? I know you said in Raleigh, but uh, what's the physical location? The address is 421 Chappanook Road, which is just a tiny little street, but we actually turn directly off of South Saunders Street um, and Wilmington Street in southeast Raleigh. So. If okay. you know South Saunders, if you know Wilmington Street, Chapinook crosses it. 
We're the last okay. Raleigh address before Garner. Okay, okay. Very, very good. I wanted to, to know what that is. I encourage you listeners to go to, to the website. I encourage you to do, as Victoria tells us every week, get the book, get the book, get the book. <laughs> Get the yes. book. And I tell you what, there's something, um, we have great stories of strength that people come on with, and as Victoria says all the time, she likes the victory part uh, of, of yes. the stories that people present to us in their books. But there's something very different about uh, Linda's book, and and it just seems to take you on this journey, uh, this journey that shows you that the dots do connect and that shows you that no matter what you are going through, there is a purpose for it and there is a way through it and there definitely, definitely is always going to be an opportunity for you to have an honored guest in your presence and be able to give Jesus away. And we thank mm-hmm. you for that. We are so happy that that you journaled, even though you dismissed why you were journaling, uh, <laughs> and created this wonderful book for us to enjoy and learn from yeah. and be inspired by. So we thank you for that. Well, listeners, mm-hmm. that is it for us for the evening. You know we always end the program like we start, so let's have some hearts up, hearts up, hearts up yes. to let Linda know how much we appreciate her and how much we appreciate mm-hmm. her sharing her wonderful story with us tonight. So we are here every week, and we will be here again on Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Until then, this is Andrea Hines with Victoria Henderson-Poole and Ruth Griffin. And there's never a dull moment here at Authors Authors Up. Up.